everyone. This is the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. We focus mainly on Disney parks and resorts in both Anaheim and Orlando. My name is Paige. My name is Steven. And today we will be talking about navigating Disney with a little one. This has been on our um, on our spreadsheet of topics for a good while now, and we thought about doing it a handful of times, but we're like, we need to um, we need to come at this right, you know, <laughs> and. Uh, um and and actually have some some information like some exp- some wood behind the arrow if you will right we can't just like throw out advice without having done it so we we have stories and we have advice and thoughts and concerns and all of it so it's going to be i think this will be a good one um i know it's probably not relevant to everybody because not everyone has kids um but you know i th- i still think it's worth having a discussion about either way Well, and I think it's helpful for people who are thinking, I want to take my kids to Disney, but is it worth it? One, will they care or remember it? Two, um, is it feasible? Like, am I going to still be able to enjoy it as an adult? So I think these are really important things to go into, as well as reviewing some of the amenities that we used and some tips that we have. But let's start with... What are you excited about this week? I am excited about the fact that there are two pretty big movies that are either out currently or coming out soon um, that are sort of Disney related. And um, the first one is uh, Wakanda Forever came out a couple days ago. We have not seen it yet, and I do not know when we're going to see it. Um but we're excited about that one. It's going to be cool. And then also Avatar Way of Water is coming out. And I'm starting, the more that it's, the more that it's approaching and like hearing all this, you know, information about it and the stories of how it's going to be like three hours long and that James Cameron hasn't directed a film in 13 years. And the last film that he directed that came out in theaters was Avatar 1, again, 13 years ago, um, is crazy. I mean, that's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty big deal. So, like, the more I think about it, I'm, like, really, really hyped up for that. And I'm sure it's going to add a lot of value and um, interest to Animal Kingdom as well. So. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I? What am I excited about this week? Um, Well, it's getting into my favorite time of year and my birthday's coming up. So, I'm not, like, a person that celebrates my birthday all month long. But I'm just looking forward to um some of the things that we're doing surrounding my birthday. Like, yeah. this Friday... We are going to um, a Harry Potter experience, which is like in the woods and Mm -hmm. they've decked it out like the Forbidden Forest. And so I'm really looking forward to that. I don't really know what to expect. I don't know. Uh, I've only just seen pictures of it and I kept getting sponsored ads for it for so long. And I was like, let's do this for my birthday. That's all I want. Let's just do that. I think it'll be really fun. So I'm super excited. I know very little about it. Um. All I do know is that it looks cool, and I think you're going to bring your wand, and if I'm not mistaken, probably your robes. I sure am, and, and my Gryffindor scarf, the whole thing. Yeah, it'll be fun. I bought A.M. Roosevelt's um, Harry Potter shirt last night that I'm hoping will be here in time. I wanted the one that had like the cool tattooed art of the houses, but I got the one with wands on it, and I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. Like, not a, not a Harry Potter fanatic, right? which I guess is just the long way of saying fan, but... um. I am looking forward to this. I think it'll be cool. I'm uh, really excited. And I always have a good time in um, the Wizarding World and, and Universal properties. So right. 
I think that I'll have a good time here too. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Cool. Um, just one other thing, like this is just a little front matter and I guess I should have mentioned it at the front, but, um, we are, as you can tell, the show's coming out on Monday morning instead of Saturday morning, um, due to just some personal scheduling conflicts and, 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 um, uh, just, you know, we're making some accommodations to our schedule to make it easier. We're going to start releasing shows on Monday morning instead. Um, that way we have a little bit more time to record and edit and not feel rushed to get stuff out on Saturday, which it can kind of feel a little rushed. We were feeling that pressure. So we're moving it to Mondays effective immediately. And, uh, you know, the good news is you can start your week off right with it. So that's always a plus. There you go. I like when podcasts come out on Monday because I feel like I have something to listen to on my way to work. Yeah. I mean, I have, there's a podcast, there's, there's a couple podcasts that come out on Saturdays that I love. One of my favorites comes out Sundays, but then two that I've been listening to for gosh, almost 10 years now, have been, they come out Monday mornings. So I'm fine with it. It's cool. All right. Shall we get into talking about navigating Disney with little ones? Yeah. Do you ha- Yeah, I think so. Do you want to, Um, I think that we should save the, is it worth it for last maybe? Because I think that we'll have a lot of like bullet points to go over before we make any definitive answers. Absolutely. Um. I am going to start with talking about some of the amenities that we found helpful Mm -hmm. for navigating with little ones. Now, our experience was with a nine slash 10 month old. She turned 10 months old when we were there. So if you have a two year old or a three year old, your experience is probably going to look different than that. But um, we would say if you have a little one who requires diaper changes who still needs to either have bottles Mm -hmm. or like pouches or snacks or those kinds of things, this is going to be helpful because what we're going to talk about is going to be how we navigated our trip around some of those things without completely working our schedule around our baby. Yeah, Um, right. We felt like we wanted to go to Disney with our daughter for us to be able to have those memories and experience it. So a lot of what we're going to be talking about today is kind of from that perspective that we knew it was not going to be a trip where we were going to hit all the big rides and do every single thing we've ever wanted to do. We knew it was going to be slower paced. Right. Right. Um, But with all of that said, I'm going to start with talking a little bit about the four baby care centers because I did not know much about the baby care centers at all before we went I had talked to my friend from work who had given me a little bit of insight about the baby care centers. Um, and so first, uh, the Hollywood Studios Baby Care Center. Can I actually, um, just to just to sort of get a lay of the land, can I ask you each baby center and you give it a grade? You give it a grade? Sure. That way we can kind of be prepped? Yes. Hollywood Studios. D plus. D plus. Uh, Epcot? C plus. Um, Animal Kingdom? B minus. And Magic Kingdom? A. Interesting. Okay. I just wanted to kind of get a feel for it because we're going to be talking about them all and I figured- The fact that you went in that order is interesting because those were like my least favorite. Well, I knew that it was kind of least to- Yeah. Yeah. Would you agree with those ratings? Yeah. I mean, I I utilized those less than you did. Sure. For reasons. Um, Not because I'm a deadbeat dad. I just didn't really need to go in there as much. Right. Um, and they were fine. I mean, I don't know. I liked the, um, I did like the animal kingdom one a lot. 
Um, the thing that I liked about, yeah, I mean, I liked that one. The thing that I liked about the one in magic in, yeah, I guess magic kingdom was that it was, it was in an okay, good spot. Um, but none of them felt super convenient. Cause if you had to go back to it, you had to like backtrack and it felt the most inconvenient in animal kingdom. I felt because that's such a big park. And when you're all the way in Asia and you need to get back Right. The baby care center, it's kind of a to-do. I got super lost trying to find you guys, actually, yeah. after Everest. I literally got lost and turned around. Yeah. So, anyways, you carry on. I just wanted to kind of get a feel for it before we for sure. detail them out. Um, So, Hollywood Studios, I rated a D. That is mostly because, um, one, it wasn't staffed, so there wasn't, like, somebody helping you figure out where things were. It was just inside of the guest relations office where you walk in. And there's this guest relations area. And then there's like a door off to the left-hand side where they're like, oh, yes, the baby care center is in there. Um, So we went in and there's only two rooms for like private feeding the baby. And then there was the changing room with all of the changing tables. But one of the like nursing rooms was being used by a dad charging his phone. Yeah, um, that sucks. (laughs) Because there was not a staff like, there were no cast members in there like there were in the other ones. So nobody was there to sort of monitor that yeah. there was just a man sitting in the nursing room charging his phone. Which that's, I mean, that's so gross. It was just weird. Yeah. And it was, it just made me feel like uncomfortable and well, unsanitary. Unless you have like a kid and... you're trying to take care of. Like you don't belong right. in there. Like right. I think, didn't they kick out people who, like there was like a five-year-old that came in and they're like, you can't just come in here and take up space. Well, because they just wanted to have like air condition to right. play. And so the cast members in one of the other parks was like, um, you know, we're pretty full. We have mm-hmm. babies that are feeding, babies that are waiting to be changed, babies that are trying to eat at the high chairs. If yeah. you're just looking for air conditioning, can you just wait until it's less busy? Or right, or like go, go somewhere to the else? Emporium and chill for a little right. bit or something. Um, yeah. Or go find like one of those play areas. So. Yeah. Hollywood Studios was mostly because it was small. It was sort of like an afterthought. It was just thrown into the guest relations area. Yeah. Um, And then just the experience with not having a cast member in there. And it felt really like I had to wait to feed our kid. Um, And weren't like the the nursing rooms, didn't they just have curtains in front of them? Yeah, it was just a curtain. Where all the other ones had like locked doors, So I made Steven stand guard at the curtain because I just felt uncomfortable. So that was a a little bit underwhelming um the next one i would say would be epcot and i gave that one a c they one of the cast members referred to the epcot one as the taj mahal because it is ginormous but yeah there was a long hallway if i recall and two strollers couldn't fit down it together right so it was a huge baby care center and it was right by um what is the building called where brewing is? I don't remember for some reason, but it's right next to the first aid center. Yeah. So it's, it's next to first aid and it's right in that building, the bridge right by before Mexico. Um, when you enter world showcase and you go to the left, um, if you backtrack across that bridge to where during the food and wine festival, brewing is in there, but the baby care center is right next to that. And it's massive. I mean, it's huge. There's a long hallway to get down to like the private nursing room um it was kind of dingy and dark which is fine um and then the changing table room was also fine that one was a lot busier because it was big and epcot was so packed the day that we were there so the changing tables were all nice again all of the changing table rooms and all the baby care centers 
have they all have a pad that you change out the paper like as if you were at the doctor's office so it's nice and sanitary and there's cast members in there that are wiping things off and cleaning them in between um and the epcot one was super super big even the changing room they also all have like a little kitchenette area so if people need to warm up bottles or wash their hands uh it just felt like they really intentionally made this baby care center it just like i said it was a little darker a little dingier it wasn't it didn't feel like it had any disney touches other than the artwork in the changing room uh, i don't whereas, even remember what the artwork like i think it was like maybe a safari sort of themed like not an epcot you're skipping ahead to animal kingdom i don't remember yeah it was it was just fine that's why i gave it a c um then the animal kingdom baby care center I really enjoyed this one. I thought the location was actually nice. Um, the Odyssey Building, I think is what it's called. Oh, in Epcot. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. familiar. Um, okay, so then in Animal Kingdom, the only thing really for Animal Kingdom was that it was rocking chairs, which the just like old wooden rocking chairs. So it was mm -hmm. just very simple and not as comfortable as some of the other things, but it, classic old rocking chairs. Um, and then the nursing rooms had little signs on the door so you could say whether it was being used or not, which was nice because that was that added level of privacy so people wouldn't yeah. just walk in. It's not just like a curtain. Um, it was a little bit more themed. It felt like you were still in Animal Kingdom when you walked in there. And there was a nice little room in Animal Kingdom with all of these tables and a TV where we brought... Um, like the whole diaper bag in and just yeah, set up shop cool. at the and little another, table. There's another couple in there that was really cool around kind of our phase in life. And they were just sort of, um, we they just were nice. Had, yeah, yeah. We, we just, just had with the them babies in the high chairs. Cool. We were giving them snacks and feeding them and they were watching a movie. Um, and there was the cast members in there. This is where we also realized on, at this point on our trip that the baby care centers sold things like puffs and yeah, other yeah, snacks. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Um, um, and they sold some merch too, which was yeah. kind of cute. This one's on um, Discovery Island. I don't know if you said it already, but it's on Discovery Island near Creature Comforts. So it's really easy. It's actually fairly, fairly easy to get to. It's just, again, with how big, um, with how big that park is, it's it's a little inconvenient sometimes but right i think part of it for me was we did spend so much time in africa that i never felt like we had to backtrack too far yeah right that's true we didn't really spend as much time in asia or dino land usa we spent a lot of time kind of at the end toward pandora so right so it was just sort of backtracking to that bridge crossing over into africa because it was right by the starbucks and yeah. and that little spot mm -hmm. right there right um so i didn't mind the location i thought it was it still felt like I was in Disney. Uh, yeah, I thought that one was decent. And then my favorite baby care center, which I feel like we spent the most time in because we did a whole Magic Kingdom day and then the Halloween party. So we spent time on both of those days was um, the Magic Kingdom baby care center, which when you are getting to the end of Main Street. It's um, it's in the Crystal Palace. It's like right if you. If you're in the by the Crystal Palace and you go kind of to the back between Crystal and Casey's, yes, it's right in there, right at the yeah. end of Main Street. Mm -hmm. It's right there on the end. Um, and the whole thing is Alice in Wonderland themed, and it is so adorable. The theming 
feels completely immersed in Disney. There is a private nursing room, which had several comfortable rocking chairs in there. Um, and even within the nursing room, it was themed and cute. And there were little outlets you could plug stuff in and cute little lights. The changing room, again, still Alice in Wonderland themed, where there was really cute art on the walls, um, a little hand washing station. And then all these cute little decor things like teapots and stuff on the shelves. And then when you first walked in, they have the baby care items that are for sale. They yeah. sell, you know, diapers and wipes outfits and all the things. Too, right? And then there were outfits and yeah. stuff that you could buy. And then the little kitchenette where if you needed to heat things up, there was also a microwave, um, like a bottle warmer and stuff. Um, and they had all the high chairs with a little seating area facing a TV. I think Snow White was on when we were in there. I don't remember. The one time. <laughs> and remember. then Alice in Wonderland was on a different time that we went. So yeah. we made use of these baby care centers a lot. We tried to plan it out so that um, every few hours we would go and we would uh, grab one of the high chairs and we'd feed our daughter and then we'd change her and feed her and then go back and walk around for a few hours and hope that we wouldn't have to rush back to the baby care center. Yeah. But yeah. Um, overall, I really appreciated that Disney makes this effort to have these for families. Um, I don't know how I would have navigated it if we had more than one kid at a time because well, I felt like yeah. it was a lot with her being so little. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, people do that all the time. And I saw several other families with multiple kids navigating it and, and popping into the baby care center. So huge, huge help having those um, for for lots of different reasons, but those are my reviews. I'd say, yeah, um, Hollywood Studios is a D, Epcot's a C, mm -hmm. Animal Kingdom's a B, and Magic Kingdom was an A. They yeah, were, no, it was cool. Was um, it was um, they were nice. Okay, so I guess beyond that, like there was, I mean, obviously, I don't know, like beyond that, like I mean, there was there was obviously like just like the day to day navigation with a kid. Like if you, to me anyway, I feel like if you're going to Disney and you have a plan in place, you should probably be flexible with it because it's not always gonna turn out the way you want it to like i think there's a difference between like regimented baby schedules at home as opposed to like a regimented baby schedule at a park because like everything just kind of feels a little topsy-turvy sometimes and it's just not as i don't know for me at least i didn't feel like it was as easy to be able to say like we're gonna go and do x y and z for the day and then have this place for dinner and then do this thing without kind of having to have some some give for her you know like demeanor or schedule or whatever she was great i mean most of the time she was great but there was other times where like we kind of had to be a little bit choosy i think yeah and i think we tried to plan meals for places that were either going to be louder or at a sort of off time right from the norm so that way she wouldn't be too grumpy or too loud in, mm -hmm. in the restaurant um and so we were just kind of more flexible with our yeah. food plans even, mm -hmm. which I felt like was good because yeah. it seemed yeah. less stressful. You would, I think you would think automatically that taking a little one to Disney would be more stressful. And there mm -hmm. were definitely things that were more stressful yeah. about it, which we will definitely talk I about. Think, but I think that it just depends on like how often you go. If it's your very first time going and you're really excited, I, I think. I think that taking a baby will sour the experience a little bit because you're paying all this money and you want to get everything in. Right. And if you have, if you go with your baby, you're going to end up spending a bunch of time not doing things that you paid for and then you're going to feel kind of bad about it. Whereas like for us, we, we've gone 
you know, so many times that we, I didn't feel like I was being cheated out of anything when I had to stop in the middle of world showcase to go, you know, take care of our baby or, or, you know, change her diaper or whatever we needed to do. Um, so those were some things that, that for me anyway, like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it if you're going for your very first time to take like an infant. I might either wait or maybe do like one park and then like some other things that aren't going to be as go 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 you know right yeah that makes sense um another thing that i think is important to talk about is strollers so Uh disney does have strollers there's several stroller rental companies one thing that we really took into consideration was we wanted to bring our own stroller, one yeah. for comfort's sake and two for convenience to have it at the airport yeah, and to right. be able to just use it wherever and mm-hmm. whenever we wanted. Um, So we brought our jogging stroller because the jogging stroller has the functionality of being able to lean it back mm-hmm. and we fully took advantage of stroller naps. So yep. we completely understand not every kid can just nap anywhere that not every kid will nap in a loud theme park. Um, but our kid, she when she got really tired, she would just fall asleep yeah, in the stroller. She did great. Um, so if you have a kid who can nap anywhere or when it's loud, I would definitely recommend that because those plastic strollers from some of the rental companies, some of the rental companies do have really comfortable strollers that have that functionality. So just think yeah. about, um, the cost and what it's worth if you can carry it on um, on the plane big, and how big much thing, you though, use it. The thing, though, is having a stroller is helpful for, like, all the all the crap you buy at Disney. So you can put, like, you can hang your bags on there, and it's it's helpful. Like, you can actually store stuff in it, which, right. is, which is great. We fe- we definitely got a lot of value out of that, especially in, like, Disney Springs and um, at various places. So definitely. So that's helpful. Um, the biggest pain about strollers for me was getting them on and off the buses. Because you had to, as you're waiting to get on the bus, you have to, like, actually fold the stroller up and have it ready to go. So that doing that, like, constantly was a little tricky, and it oftentimes meant I had to stand on the bus, which none of these things are big deals in and of themselves, but um, they could be a little bit um, they could be a little bit cumbersome. And then taking it onto a, a Skyliner was great because you didn't have to fold it, but having to, like, back a stroller out of a Skyliner while it's still moving feels a little bit, like... I don't know. It just feels like a, it just feels like it's a hole to do. Um, right. And I, I got tripped up a couple times doing that. But yeah, strollers are cool. Um, I, I liked bringing ours just because also it saved money, which was good. Right. And I think one thing to add to what Steven said about the Skyliners is certain modes of transportation. You don't have to tear your stroller down every time like the Skyliner. I believe the monorails the same way. Um, the buses, unfortunately, you do have to tear it down. Mm-hmm. And so for people who would bring a double stroller or even a triple stroller. Oh my gosh. Um, you yeah. would have to tear that down on things where it wouldn't fit. So <laughs> yeah. keep that in mind because That's... for us, just unloading one kid, every time we yeah. knew when we when the bus would be pulling up, I'd grab the kid and a couple of the bags, Stephen would grab the other bags and fold the stroller yeah. up really quickly and, we, and we go. Did it, we did it almost without incident. I mean it was pretty right. it was pretty pretty other seamless. than losing I, our cup holder. I lost the cup holder, <laughs> but that was like it happens. Um but yeah, I mean it was no big deal. Um yeah, uh, whatever. Strollers. What are you, what are you, what are you going to do? Oh, and you can pretty much leave them anywhere, which is helpful. Because yeah. I was a, one of the things that worried me was parking them and going on rides. But we ended up doing that a ton. And none of our stuff got jacked. Everything was t- – because so many people do it that, right. like, it's super easy just to, like, whatever. So, I don't know. Maybe, like, bring, like, a handkerchief or something or some, some identifying um, identifying feature. 
Some people like, put a sign with their yeah. their family's name. So that way on you it. can grab your you can grab your stroller and get moving quickly. Um, yeah, a plus experience with well, a minus experience with strollers. We had a very uh, unique stroller. Like we didn't have like mm-hmm. one of the brand name strollers that everybody else had. It was yeah. it's like a bright yellow. It's not. Yeah, it's just a it doesn't just stroller. blend in with the other ones. So yeah. it was pretty easy for us to find it, which I thought was yeah. helpful. But an identifying thing like a scarf or something. Um, yeah, one of the things that that I I felt was interest. I knew it was going to be the case, but it was a little interesting for me with with being in Disney with the baby was like, um, getting to and from the parks. Like, so for instance, um, we talked about last week how we were kind of late getting to Epcot because our daughter was sleeping, and when you have a ten month old, it's really difficult. I guess any child really, it's really difficult to be like, okay, hurry, 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 get dressed, you know, you know, pull it together, let's get out of here. Um, cause like, you know, there's, there's finesse involved. You got to feed them. You got to change their diaper. You got to get, I mean, there's so, sometimes you got to bathe them real quick or clean them. Like there's so many things you have to do that if you are the type of person like me who likes to rush out of places and not waste time, um, there's, there's a whole lot of like, I felt like anyway, there's a whole lot of flexibility that you have to have because you are going to straight up miss things. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's the kids got a nap kids got to sleep like you can't just wear a kid ragged like that I mean, maybe when they're like seven or eight you can have a little bit more like or even younger i don't know what the ages are but like there's a certain point where you'll know your kid and you can tell whether you can kind of push him a little bit harder but for a baby it's that ain't it so that dog don't hunt yeah another thing that we did for this trip was we brought our own pack and play with us um now if you're staying on property disney resorts do have cribs that you can use so we did not take advantage of that this time. Um, well, we had the ability to bring our pack and play as a carry-on item. We mm-hmm. flew Southwest, and so we had we didn't have to pay extra for that. Um, and so that was something that our kid is comfortable sleeping yeah. in her pack and play. We knew she'd be able to sleep in it, so that was helpful. And we also packed um, our own Disney stuffed animals for yeah, her ahead did. of time. Mm-hmm. So, so that, she can sleep with them and stuff so like that. So she had stuff that... We didn't feel like we had to buy her a ton of souvenirs while we were there. We brought our own that she already owned yeah. um, and that we felt like was helpful in us saving money and her mm-hmm. still having stuff that made it feel special yeah. for her. I wasn't the biggest. I had called into Disney early on to request a crib just to be safe. Um, and then I, I canceled it, but I guess they didn't get the memo or something. So someone brought a, a crib to our a hotel that day um, when we were kind of getting ourselves settled in. And it was it was not like, I don't know. It, it was a f- okay crib, but it was a, kind of like a metal older looking crib. Um, and for us, like it was just kind of a little clunky. And, and because we were staying in the Caribbean beach where the rooms are a little smaller, it would have taken up more real estate than I would have liked to a lot. So um, yeah, I mean, I think that our little pack and play got the job done. And, and now, you know, she's a little older, even just like, it's crazy how like nine months to almost a year old can, can make a difference. Like she'd probably be okay, like in her own bed or somewhere else. So you know, times change, but if you're doing, if you're taking a baby under one, it's definitely something to consider for that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I felt like the whole like waking up and going to bed thing was a lot more. We we didn't get to stay at parks as, as long as we normally would. We didn't get to parks as early as we normally would. Like there was things that definitely changed. And I think like a couple of days we went back for nap time, like in our hotel so we we did spend a lot of time like in our hotel just relaxing and hanging out which again if it's your first time going you don't really want to waste those precious disney moments then it may be something to to consider yeah for sure um 
The last thing that I can think of that I feel like is helpful to share is some of the things that we packed into the park. Um, so we definitely made sure that we brought silicone bibs so that way we could easily rinse them off and throw them back in the diaper bag. We brought our own snacks and we actually ended up going through them more quickly than I thought. So we ordered some from Target and had them delivered to our hotel, which was right, great. Right. Um, we also packed um, extra changes of clothes for our baby. Mm-hmm. Cup, and, like water cups, things like that. Yep, a water drink. cup that we would just... Um, I had brought some baby dish soap with us that I would clean it in the hotel room every night, and then the next day I'd throw it back in the diaper bag. Um, and then I brought, like, some teethers and things that we could just clip onto the stroller. Yeah. And like I said, we brought her own stuffed animals from home, so she didn't feel like she needed to have souvenirs or, like, get too excited when she saw stuff because right. she already had her right. own. Um, and then I bring boogie wipes everywhere because that I use to clean our daughter's face, her hands, anytime we got off of a ride, whereas we would sanitize our hands, I would wipe her hands off with a boogie wipe because she sticks her hands in her mouth a lot. Um, She's sort of still at that age. So mm-hmm. just with cold and flu and RSV and all those other yeah. things, I was just trying to be as cognizant as possible of her putting things in her mouth that were being touched by yeah. 30,000 other people that day. Yeah. Um. Do you have yeah. anything to add to what we packed or what we should have packed? No, not really. I mean, you did a great job. Um, oh, I mean, you know, there was one thing I think. I mean, you did do a great job. So, Oh, thank you. There was. So um, if you're eating and you're just like not able to stomach um, child excrement, I would maybe skip it. Um, but at the most inconvenient times, our daughter just filled her diaper and it didn't all make it in there, which is, you know, par for the course with the kid. Um, and both of these times that it happened, Paige and I had lightning lanes for two rides we wanted to go on. And when they happened, Paige was on the ride at first. (laughs) And then I I, like ended up getting the brunt of everything. So her first incident was in Magic Kingdom when we had lightning lanes for, um, uh, Haunted Mansion. Paige goes on, baby sleeping. I'm just kind of hanging out with her. And all of a sudden she wakes up and she's fussy and I take her out of her car seat and we're kind of hanging out and i'm like oh no it smells like insert bleep here like it smells terrible (laughs) and um so i ended up taking her to the to the men's tangled bathroom to change her big mistake because it was like rough and um anyways needless to say a lot of stuff went a lot of places Um, my shirt didn't make it (laughs) um it was just like bad for everybody um and then Paige gets off the ride and i'm just like i hate my life here and, you know, obviously the right move on my end would have been to wait to let Paige deal with it and have me help or have or me do it. Or take her to the baby help. care center. And then we do it in the baby care center space. where there's like some, some like, where I'm not like stressed out. Um, but I didn't do that. And anyways, it, it all worked out okay, but I had to buy a new shirt because, you know, we were going to dinner that night at the Wilderness Lodge, at Whispering Canyon at Wilderness Lodge. And Paige is like, "Are you gonna be okay?" I'm like, "I need a new shirt because I'm not walking around with this on my shirt. Like, that's disgusting, and I don't, I don't want that." Um, the second time she had an incident, I was smart and I left her be until Paige got off the ride. But we had lightning lanes for, um, for flight of passage, and Paige, of course, went first. And because I, I was like, "Why don't you go first? And I was like, "Whatever." And then it happened again, and I'm like, "You are staying put in your stroller until your mother gets off the ride." And uh, we did wait, and 
And when I the got thing, off the ride, I grabbed the jogging stroller yeah. and we literally jogged all the way to the baby care center but, and Steven got on because it was like 7.54. Well, it took like a long time for you to get on and off the ride. So, I think it was almost like 40 minutes. So it was because Crazy. the lightning lane, it was everybody trying to get in before um, the end of the evening. Um, so if anybody had lightning lanes, they were just trying to get it in before 8 o'clock. And then... I got all the way up into the room where you're, you know, you get assigned you're doing the, the avatar. The, right. You're numbers, doing the onboarding yeah. thing. And um, they were waiting to fill up the whole room. So I had to wait a couple minutes until they filled us up. And then we got in onto the ride vehicles. We're all sitting down. And the little kid next to me starts having a panic attack because he's like, it's too tight. It's too tight. Is it supposed to be this tight? And he's freaking out. So they had to unlock the ride mechanism and it released a little bit. And they were making sure that he was okay. And then the old lady next to me couldn't see because she needed to grab her glasses. So she had to go back to her purse, which was in the back yeah. of the room. So it was just like all these little things that kept delaying it. I kept looking at my watch like, um, I have to get well, to the baby. And then Steven at one point, the I ride. just am waiting like at the, at, the, at the end of the ride where everyone gets off before they go in the gift shop. And I'm just like pacing because my daughter's crying and like all this stuff's going on. So I finally go on it and I'm like, it was, none of this was worth it. Um, but we ended up having it a good time. It is worth it. That is a fantastic um, ride. We ended up having a great time, um, even though all that happened. But yeah, it's, I, you know, um, I don't know. Just just be careful if it if there's if there's a if there's a, if there's a blowout because you know. It's and not, what did we it's learn not from home. this? What did we learn? What did we learn? What should we also pack into the park? Uh, extra clothes for for, for everybody. Us. Everyone right. gets extra clothes. Yeah. That's what we didn't think of. Um, and then when it was time for Cosmic Rewind the next day, I was like, Paige, I'm going first. You <laughs> stay here. And it was all good. But um, yep. yeah, I mean, overall, I think, you know, the experience was fine. I I didn't have any issues with it. We were able to get her on a lot of rides that I, I was really happy about that. She rode everything from like Dumbo to the teacups to Pirates of the Caribbean to like, you know, she rode a lot of stuff. I mean, Remy's, she, she, she rode, rode um, yeah, she rode Remy. She was on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Journey into Imagination. Yeah. Um, so she was able to ride like a ton of fun stuff with us. A lot and, of dark rides, Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. all those And things. to me, it didn't feel like it really hindered our experience much. No. So. Um, yeah, all in all, it was really, really good. I, 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 I would recommend it if you are someone who likes Disney and who, or even someone who just like loves Disney and who wants to see what it's like with your kid, with your baby rather. Um, the other thing that I feel like is kind of a lingering question is like whether or not we think it's worth it. Like if they were, because a lot of people, like I was actually the kind of kid who I didn't first go to Disneyland until I was nine because my parents, you know, they wanted it to be something that my sister and I really remembered and was cemented into our heads. Um, and, like, I get that, right? Because I remember there's actually parts of that trip that I don't even remember because I was pretty young still. Um, but at the same time, like, it was, like, it is, like, a core memory for me because I, I do remember it really well. And that was fine. It worked out great. Um, and I think my parents before then, the last time they went was, like, early 80s. So they hadn't been in a, in a decent little while. Um so it was a really fun family experience for for everybody, but for for us, like the like the mem- the photos we got, you know, the memories we have, um, everything, it, it was well worth it to me. And whether or not my kid remembers it, I can't say. Um, you know, who's to say what goes on up there? But I will remember it, and we'll have pictures for her to reference and to you know 
And it was really cool to let her meet Mickey and Minnie. Like that was really special because she was ecstatic about that. So that's that's kind of my thought on, on the whole thing, I think. Yeah, so my first Disney trip, I was like five or six, so I was pretty little. I do remember a decent amount from it, but also a lot of my memories come from the pictures. So I think the biggest thing is when you're taking little ones, realize they're not going to remember a lot of it. You're going to remember the memories of seeing the joy from your children experiencing it. Because I will tell you one thing. I shared about my experience watching Steven's face and our daughter's face on Remy's Ratatouille adventure. And that is like core memory in my brain. But also... Every day we went and met some characters and the first time she met Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, mm-hmm. I legitimately cried. I could yeah, not it was keep really, it together. It was, really special. it was so, so sweet. Her favorite show is Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. So being able to like see them in person, she's not going to remember what that moment was like. But Stephen and I will always remember that. And right, the pictures that we have, she'll be able to look at those when she's five or six when she's 10 or 11 mm-hmm. and and be able to say like that was so exciting yeah, exactly, that I got to meet right. Minnie and Mickey when I was that little um I would say because you don't have to pay for babies that young to go to Disney if you can handle however many little ones you have if you can handle it on a normal day Disney has so many things for families to do mm-hmm. even in Magic Kingdom, they have the Casey Jr. Circus area where kids can just, like, play. Yeah. They have the baby care centers, which are super convenient to go take a break and have some snacks and feed them and change them without worrying about making a mess in a bathroom somewhere. There's, like, a dedicated space where there's cast members there to help you. It's a contained area that's, right. that you can wash your hands and clean your kids' hands yeah. and buy stuff if you forgot it. So. I think it is totally worth it for the memories. It's totally worth it. We bought the photo pass yep. thing for this trip. We have a so few photos where those. she's asleep and we're just like crouched down next to the, yeah, car, uh, next to the stroller. It was fun though, you know? It's so cute. It's so yeah, cute. And I cool. I think this was actually the most relaxing Disney trip that we've had because we were not trying to cram everything in. We were just enjoying the moment after moment, right. savoring the things we really wanted to do, prioritizing mm-hmm. which rides we never want to skip trying meals we've never had. Mm-hmm. And Oh, like, for instance, she had a great time at Tusker House because the care. And, oh, here's something, actually. Um, I mean, yes, worth it. You're right. But, like, one of the things that I just remembered was, first of all, we had a great time at Tusker House because she loves seeing the characters. Like, that's a big thing for her. But also, if you want to have a little more time with characters, bring a baby because they will linger so long around your baby and spend time with them. Whereas, like, the older the kid gets, the less face time they'll get with characters. But we had a um, we had a um, a cast member tell us that she saw, like, a, a 12-month-old or 16-month-old or whatever. And I think she said, like, Goofy spent, like, 10 minutes playing peek- peekaboo with her. And so, like, they yeah. will spend more time with your babies and, and they love little babies. Like, it's so cute the way they interact with babies. It's, it's, it's very cute. Yeah, Minnie and Mickey were so, so enthralled with our little one like they just wanted to spend longer and longer with her when they were doing Mm -hmm. the photo um meet and greet it was so sweet um yeah like i said when you have little ones it's under age three is free for disney and then even taking into consideration the travel accommodations now if you drive to disney world you'd have to think about the having the kid in the car and car seats and all that well we fly because of where we live 
And so you don't have to buy a plane ticket for the kid either if you use them as a lap child. So keeping that in mind, you're saving a ton of money by taking them at this age um, because you're not paying for flights. You're not paying for plane tickets. We didn't pay for meals for her hardly yeah, right. anywhere. We just gave her our food. Um, I think there might have been one meal where we did buy some chicken tenders or something. Mm -hmm. But most of the meals, we did not pay for her to eat. Mm -hmm. We did not pay for admission for her anywhere. So it was basically like getting to do this trip where we were just paying for us. Yep. Um, and she got to just come along for the ride. Yeah, it worked out great. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us on this uh, on this this episode of uh, Disney with a baby. Um, again, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, um, you know you can find us online on uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can check us out online at theparksacademypod.com. Um, and also, uh, if you're so inclined, please do hit us with a five star review um, and a good rating on uh, Apple Podcast. It would help discoverability, and we would uh, greatly appreciate it. So we will. Uh, See you next Monday, and we'll catch you next time. Mm -hmm.